Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, Ethan doesn't know this, but I'm actually uploading Crunch 101 one week early and postponing Crunch 100 one more week. We recorded both episodes, but 100 is going to be next week and 101 is today. The reason this ridiculous numbering has happened is because today we're interviewing Matt and Lisa, the creators of the Catholic card game, which you guys have heard me talk about before on the podcast. Matt and Lisa's Kickstarter only has 11 more days, so you need to get on this as quick as possible, which is why we are doing episode 101 one week early. If you just want to get it done and fund this before you forget, just stop the podcast right now, go down to the episode notes, click the link, and support the Kickstarter. If they make it to $53,000, we will have a Crunch expansion pack, and you will get to play hilarious cards based on your favorite podcast with your favorite friends. Without further ado... Episode 101. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Welcome to the Crunch Episode 101. All right, so now I can All tell right, my cool. story. I, I, I did the Zoe 101 goof, and I now... I did the Zoe 101 bit, and we can just move and on. And now I can move on. <laughs> um, so I went to a wedding of my two friends. Shout out Katie and Ryan. Uh, they got married. It's fantastic. So I flew standby to get to the wedding, which means that I wasn't guaranteed a seat for those of you keeping track at home, which worked out fine getting to the wedding, getting home on the other hand was a little bit of a yike. So Phoebe called me and said, Hey, so my dad was looking at the numbers. He works for United and he was like, Hey, so I'm looking at the numbers. It doesn't look too good. There's no seats on any flights tomorrow and there's negative seats on the next flight. So you're going to be there for a while unless you can fly somewhere else that you, where you know someone. So I was like, I have family in DC. I could fly there. Uh, I don't know. Um, but one of my friends was driving back to Pittsburgh because um, he, he lives in Steubenville. And that's coincidentally where I'm on my way to right now. Um, you go to school there, don't you? I go to Steubenville, yeah. And yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm supposed to be at Franciscan currently, like right right now, actually. I'm, I was supposed to be there on Monday. Um, and so, But I, I was driving there on Sunday, which would have been great. But I had to get back to Texas to get my car so I could drive it up to Steubenville. So I was in Pittsburgh 30 uh-huh. minutes from where I was supposed to be, but I couldn't right. stay there because I needed to get my car. So I finally got on a flight after waiting in an airport for 12 hours on Monday, not getting on a flight. I got on a flight at 6 a.m. the next day, flew back to Texas, took a break for a day, and then drove 11 hours today. So yesterday was my last day in Texas. We recorded an episode of The Crunch then, too. And that's wow. what happened. That's I, 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 for, I think it's going to be about a total of 3,500 miles by the end of this entire week that I've traveled. So wow. I'm going to take a nice uh, siesta on Saturday. You know, Patrick, <laughs> this is the second podcast in a row that Matt and Lisa have had to listen to somebody else complain <laughs> about their life. Like Luke was doing it last time. You're doing it this time. I like, didn't can listen. We, can, we let them, can we let them complain, please? We're here I, to listen. I was saying to Lisa that I was assuming that 
more of this episode will be left in versus what we recorded with catching foxes. Probably. Um, but oh at this gosh. point, at this point, maybe not. You never know. I mean, anything can happen. Anything can happen on the crunch. What did you guys when, talk about on catching foxes that he took out? Oh, I mean, we recorded for I think an hour. 20 hour 30 and i think only 55 minutes got uploaded yeah they cut out they cut out too much we we go we go one solid (laughs) they actually they they actually cut out our entire episode that we did yeah it's crazy it was a year and a half ago they just trashed the whole thing it was incredible yeah we Um, we spent two hours talking to them on the phone none of it ever aired so my audio was the only got more than we got my audio was the only audio that didn't get corrupted and i was like look you can just post that i mean i'm pretty funny I'm, i'm okay with being the only person on the show um, oh, our audio was terrible. So sorry to everyone who listens to both as I do. Um, so learn from my mistakes. You guys should hopefully have better audio. So hopefully I have not, podcast? I have not listened to, Oh, it's us hands down. Um, <laughs> well, actually we determined that we are the little sister of catching foxes not <laughs> because the same week that they had Matt Frad, we had Emma Frad on the crunch. And so uh, we, we were like, well, I mean, I guess that makes us, catching foxes younger more australian sister i feel like emma's more australian because she lives there still anyway nice let's keep talking about other guests that we've had on the show while we have current guests on the show (laughs) yeah sure uh remember that one time that you hit on our guest's wife okay back up the train that does not have way out of context no worries We'll, we'll listen. It's only it's only a couple of steps out of context. No, I bring that up every time we talk about being inappropriate to guests because one time he jokingly hit on someone's wife, uh, but the person did not hit know us. Wrong word. Hit on is hit on is a joke. He jokingly goofed. He goofed a little bit that he uh, the guest said I'd been I had a crush on my wife since I was thirteen, and Ethan said that's crazy. So did I. <laughs> i wasn't really thinking it was weird it was He's really funny to be fair so super good goof but, but the other know. guy was like not having it no nah, he was not into it he was, oh, no. he was protestant it's fine yeah figures oh man my favorite part probably of <laughs> of the catching foxes episode that we can talk about other podcasts on your podcast we can we do it all the time definitely but that was when Lucas just and Gomer just uh just hating on you guys. And Lisa's over here like, wait, what's wrong with the crunch? <laughs> <laughs> they're not they're not being serious, right? Like <laughs> Lisa was it's like seriously concerned for like brand safety. She was like, uh, they're gonna make an expansion pack with us. Should we should we not be doing this? I'm not sure. And I was like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Have faith. Have faith in these good old boys. We do a good job. We are I don't we are good podcasters. Patrick, Lisa's a well intentioned woman. And true. our name is being sullied by catching foxes. Dragged it through the mud. Phoebe Phoebe doesn't dragged, like it. Bro. Phoebe doesn't like it when catching foxes makes fun of us. She's like, they're so mean but, to you. You gotta stand up for yourself. And I'm like, Do you know what happened because they what? drag us so much? Oh, we're in the game, bro. The game. That's what. That's a good. That's a good segue into wow, what that's, I. That's what, good. That, that's into a good segue into what I like to call actually introducing our guests, which yeah, my what one of my friends who's a journalist pointed out that here we go in an interview. That's like the first thing you're supposed to do, and we like never do that. We always just assume our audience knows who we have. So today on the podcast we have Matt and Lisa. Mar- Mar- uh, last night, Matt Mar- Martin Housen, and we- <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's 
Congratulations, that is not entire, what happened. Use an entire word into their name. <laughs> what what is your what is your last name? Nightman Gruben Schnitzel. What's your last name? Martinison. Martinison. Oh, cool. Not what I would have guessed. Wow, that's that's actually a really beautiful last name. Mm-hmm. I, I like that oh. last name. You're welcome. I <laughs> it was so, mine first. It was, <laughs> so you guys that that does clarify something. So you guys are married. Yeah, this is this Truly. is another another thing that we have to do. So Matt and Lisa are are one flesh, uh, sacramentally, <laughs> and um, they are also in addition to being life partners, they're also business partners because they have put out uh, what some would call a game that is for Catholics specifically. They are they are the creators of the Catholic card game, which we talked about a couple episodes ago. Super original title for the game, by the way. Hey, look, it's 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 about no brand recognition. It's about okay. brand recognition. My dad, look. my dad works in advertising, and by that I mean he used to like hand letter signs and stuff. And he always used to point out signs to me, and be like, "Pat, what uh, what what sign is uh, what what business is that?" And it was like a business called Cost Cutters, right? And I was like, "I don't know, furniture store." Like, I don't know. He's like, "It's a hair cuttery, but you would have no idea that they cut hair because their name says nothing about what they do." So, I would like to applaud you in your ability to name things. It's very Ron Swanson esque. It's just this is. <laughs> This is a guard. This is a good card game. You should buy it. That is a that is a high compliment. But that's exactly what I'm I'm going for because uh, I don't want any you know confusion about it. Yeah, it's, like, it's hey, good. What is this? It's a card game that's Catholic. There's nothing else. It's also undisputably yours first. Remember the you know the the game Cards Against Humanity uh, variation slash apples to apples variations are very popular. There's the meme mm-hmm. version of it, and there's several versions of a meme apples to apples there is awesome game of meme there is what do you meme and so you could have someone could have just said the meme game and everyone's like well this is definitively the meme game it's on the title you know this is just this is what it is you know and so you guys have you guys have officially cornered the market on catholic card games because you own the catholic card game so truly yeah so, so i i kind of spoiled a little bit about what the game is but yeah. could you could you give us let a little him, backstory of what it is and like how how you came to the conclusion that this is something that Christendom needed. That was about three questions in one. Um, <laughs> That's another okay, thing that sorry. interviewers are not supposed to do. Yeah, Patrick, you're really excelling tonight, man. Top form, top form. Eleven hours of driving. Go on. Okay, so here we go. It's a, a Catholic card game. We've established this. It's a prompted answer game where one plays a prompt card asking a question or maybe a fill in the blank where the rest of the table then plays an answer card varying of nouns and verbs and which is all word. it teaches grammar it's great yeah (laughs) if you're into them (laughs) and uh then the judge that laid the prompt card then chooses the the funniest or the most Yeah, or the accurate, most theologically accurate or inaccurate, maybe. Um, and they get a point. That was good. <laughs> that, is, that is how you play uh, Apples to Apples. So, um, and the Catholic Yeah, thank yeah, you. <laughs> you, can, oh, you can slowly hear uh, the Martinisons losing their mind as they explain their game over, <laughs> over and over and over, and over again. <laughs> You play so a card, sorry. you win a card, all right? <laughs> it's it's a very it's a very simple concept. I, I I've played the game several times and it's 
it gets fun every time because there's so many there there's so many different prompts and I just did you guys come up with all of those? There's just so many. You yeah. gotcha. You bet did. you did. It's oh my gosh. that's crazy. So okay. Yes. We started uh like the the idea idea came to me because I saw an IT version of the game and I thought Catholic should have one. So we wrote down like, you know, a hundred obvious ones that probably anybody that could come yeah. up with. Um and then I was thinking, like, maybe we should just do just do a couple, like, maybe 150, 200 cards and just try and get that out into the market just because, you know, these ones are easy. And Lisa said, no, we should, like, how many cards does Cards Against Humanity have, which is uh, probably close to, to 500, 450, 500. Mm. And so we were only about 25% of the way there. And I was like, oh, boy, okay. <laughs> but, you're, but she was right. Like, we, we need to make this a real game if we're going to do anything with it. Um, so we s- sat down for the next couple of months and just, like, racked our brains, didn't pay attention in mass or prayer for a while because <laughs> it was just more of, let's write down this. this is no, it wasn't more of, it, it It happened to be that way. We were going to mass in order to make cards. Oh, yeah, we were already at mass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, already at mass, and in the process just, of just it's more like, distracted yeah. than than normal. It also helped because we went to a Catholic college, and there are just so many options of things to make fun of there. <laughs> what Catholic college did you go to? We went to John Paul the Great Catholic University. Oh, that's right. I have a friend that goes there. Oh, who? Her name is Meg Vonfelt. Um, ah. She's she's young. She's younger than me. She's studying film. She's pretty cool. Way she's to just a, straight up dock someone on the podcast, Ethan. Yeah, well, she's uh, she's sisters with the with my best friend Haley, who recently got married. Um, Haley, aka the one who dated a drug dealer. So everybody, everybody shout kind out, of shout is, out Haley who dated a drug dealer. Shout out Haley, uh, who's just now married. Um, wonderful, wonderful woman. Anyway, um, a lot of marriage on this podcast. A lot of marriage. I on asked of who it was because we were one of 30, thirty students in our class. When did y'all graduate? Um, Two thousand fifteen. Oh wow! So you're young. <laughs> we are. Lisa's so two years cool. older than me. I'd like to make that. Well, two years and five days. Oh, Matt, whoa, let's go! Whoa, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> let's go. There was and there was a time. So she's two years and five days older than me. So we started dating when I was 19. So there was a time for five days when I was 19 and Lisa was what were you been 22. So she was three years older than me, and I made sure everyone I talked to knew that. <laughs> I remember My being 19. Guy. Um, <laughs> Respect your elders. <laughs> yeah. So Matt, I'm getting the sense that you're you kind of came up with this idea, at least as you as well, that neither of you are by trade gamesmen. You're not. Uh, you're not in the business of creating games, and so this just kind of was a happenstance sort of thing. Do you have any like passion for board games? Is it like a proclivity of yours? Like whoa, whoa, whoa! You can't just throw proclivity into the podcast. Like I, I can. I got a degree. Um, <laughs> I don't have. But one like, of those. but here's the thing: is like people don't just create things just because like were you already super into board games and you saw this need or was it just like a random happenstance thing we we love we love our board games we played a lot in college um still play a lot still play a lot we have weekly game nights uh if i can give a <laughs> shout out shout out uh richards and Carranzas. and Carranzas. uh shout out them <laughs> um but so yeah i we we love board games and i had talked with some buddies of mine in college of saying like i would love 
to make a board game one day. I was thinking a lot more strategy than something simple like this. Um, got to start somewhere, you know. Exactly. So we, I, we have a, we have plans. A little foreshadowing. For this is the game. first step in the <laughs> Martinison game empire. The extended, like, the extended Marcinanatic game, cinematic, universe. cinematic universe. That's funny. <laughs> we should, we should, we should now incorporate, and our game company should be Martinhausen. Oh, Martinhausen. Martin <laughs> <laughs> Copyright Patrick Nevy, twenty eighteen. We, uh, <laughs> we expect, we expect two percent royalties. Thank you. Um, so I can do I can do one and a half. All right. Fair. Any money we get is good money. The, uh, the, the the interesting thing that happened with uh, when I started like showing people this game because when when you guys sent me uh, the game, which by the way I I, I will PayPal you eventually. Um, <laughs> just Gosh, Patrick, dealing. you freaking hack, dude! I, you got to pay them for their stuff. Look, what are you look, doing? Look, I just it's been a long month and a lot has happened and literally it's not even my money it's the crunch's money so like stop spending my money on things it's not your money it's our money we're not having this conversation on the podcast we are in front of the kids we're We're here we can we can facilitate it What I what I showed people this game there because I was super excited I knew all about it but not everyone that I showed the game to knew about the game which I was I was very I was very distraught by that because I, I I was like I was like this is this thing should be buzzing all over the place it's such a cool idea and the first thing that one of my friends said when he saw it he was like is it like Bibleopoly it is not oh no it is not like Bibleopoly. Thank goodness it's All the not. kids in my youth group, too, were like, oh, is this like Cards Against Humanity, but like for Catholics? And I'm like, yeah, but check it out. And it's like eight and up, but still like references marital unions. I'm like, oh, nice. You can say the word sex on the podcast. You can't say sex on the podcast. Kids, listen to this podcast. Okay. Okay. I want, I want to bring this up. Please. We, we have uh, a single uh, hater, if you could call Okay. Uh, similar to to the the catching foxes, Wade. Oh, we have a big hater. He hates us. He reached out uh, the first first game and was quite upset that we used uh, the attractive seminarian. <laughs> and then uh, we talked about this on catching foxes. However, continuation of the story. Please. We launched the second one. Well. Oh, please. Let me just interrupt for a minute. He said that. The attractive seminarian is uh, blasphemous. It's called uh, causing scandal to pious ears. Scandal to pious ears. So <clears throat> we made that a card. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, there's no way that you can lose because you can turn everything into a card. <laughs> wait a second, that is a card. That's awesome. Yeah, because you can't scandal pious ears. I was like, wait a second, I've heard that before. So oh then we got, a, we got another email after our second Kickstarter launched. And he would he was uh, upset about a sexy same guy, yep. same guy, yeah, sexy chastity speaker, <laughs> <laughs> which is not my joke. It's from Eye of the Tiber that he gave to Matt Frad, and this is there's an also a Matt Frad expansion pack, and I thought that's hilarious. It I should be funny. a card. <laughs> to be fair, that is the only card we really debated to not put in. Yeah, that one's tough because it like sexy is different than just like talking about marriage related it's yeah. it's ironic more than anything else right if it wasn't the matt frad expansion pack or pints or pints we wouldn't have done oh, it. it's not it's, it's, not, my, it's not my joke it's i have a typer's joke which and it's hilarious because the joke is ironic so that right. 
it's more of an ir- irony card than anything else. Um, and you're only you're only two steps away from chastity speaker talking about their sexy spouse, which is like also a, a huge deal. That's a huge or is there trope. already one of those, Oh my gosh! Is there already one of those cards in the in the game? Do do chastity speakers do that? Oh I my mean, goodness! You guys haven't been to a youth conference in too long, have you? There aren't there aren't like it's not so it's not who you would think. You know what I mean? It's not like it's not like the 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 the, the bigger boys. You know what I mean? It's usually like like the. the <laughs> <laughs> I do do cards on the table. I've never heard Jason Everett or Mad Fred say that about their wives, but I've Talking definitely heard I've definitely other. heard other male chastity speakers talk about like, oh man, like poor. I started to pray, and then God gave me the super hot. Wow, <laughs> you can be like me. You can be Catholic at me. If you stop <laughs> lusting now, you can lust later. <laughs> It's better than being like, well, I gave up all this and then I got a real uggo. <laughs> guys, check out my wife. She's the worst. She's the one in the dark shadow over there. Guess who's getting to heaven? This guy. I perform so much penance daily just by looking at her. Oh, wow. Oh, man. You kids are in for a treat, huh? <laughs> maybe this Maybe we won't. Maybe this episode will be about five minutes. Be like, hey, guess what? We're having Matt and Lisa on the show. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> I have a, I have a clarification about one of the cards: purgatory shortening engagements. Is that like ah. in the in the uh, the present tense of purgatory shortened my engagement? As in, like I died, so I wasn't engaged. Anymore? <laughs> or no. is it the engagement shortened through time in purgatory? <laughs> because engagement freaking sucks. Really? <laughs> we were engaged for thirteen months. Why? Why'd you do well, that? Because we got engaged in college. Because we got married uh, the week after we graduated. We got excitable. married as soon as we possibly eight could. days. We graduated on a Sunday or Friday, Friday, and then we got married the following Saturday. Aww. Oh, that's so sweet. Very sweet. I've already graduated, so that dream's gone for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were just impatient. Hey, there's Thanks always time to date someone who's in college, Ethan. Yikes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be on a call. Never mind. Um, yeah, so that's how we made it. Our engagement, we needed to pray a lot because we liked to kiss a lot. <laughs> I, I, reasonable. I keep that. going. I, but we I, like I'm to kiss a lot. See, nope, nope, nope. No, no. Let her go. So we wouldn't kiss too much. Okay, that's fair. Nice. I like that. Man, so yeah, if if you're out there and you're you're thinking of proposing <laughs> or you're thinking of getting proposed to, sure, stop and kissing <laughs> immediately. <laughs> well, don't it you will... dare, don't you dare yeah. kiss your future ugly wife. You, <laughs> you. you want to be real so dating ugly girls? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every Sorry. girl is beautiful, Lisa. Every one of them. Every the crown girl. of creation. I don't know. The crown, the crown jewel. You're one of them. I am one of them. All right, hold on. As the only adult in the room, I'm going to rein this back in a little bit. Okay. Calling me ugly. Wait, what? Sorry. All right. Here's so here's my question, right? So, I like to think myself a thought influencer because somebody called me that once, and I'm never going to let it go. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What? Stop the podcast. What? (laughs) Do you know Courtney Kilbasa? She works. She works for Life Team. I got a free copy of Mark Hart's book because I'm a social influencer, bro. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Is How come so I'm not a social influencer too? Step up to the plate. Start a podcast. Um, <laughs> so 
my thought is always is like how can we take how can we take the cool things that are happening in culture and like inculturate the gospel into those things um how do you guys see yourself continuing to do that like you talked about your aspirations for for board games and stuff like how do you see like is there a way to do that um is it something that you've thought about something that you've prayed about um or am i just like totally an idealist and like i you guys are just like we just made this game we have no idea like what we're doing we had kind of two different goes at it honestly matt and i came at it from two different angles so matt honestly came at it from well he was really excited and came at it from um also very business perspective mm-hmm. um protector and provider yeah and <laughs> i i came at it from one thing i like about the idea of the game is when you lay down a card and someone can relate to it so we were playing with a group of friends and someone we played rose scented rosaries and um it just brought up a bunch of stories of people saying all the stories they've got and the pilgrimages they did and things like that and it then it ended up turning to a faithful conversation and then we were able to ease back into our super fun game <laughs> yes yeah, so, back um but on. just to finish my thought here is yeah. that was one of the reasons i really like the idea of this um having the opportunity to t- to bring up conversations that don't easily come into conversations on board game nights or something like that. Um, just kind of a smooth transition. Right. I can right. totally, I can totally see that. Cause I, I played, I played the game with my, my youth group kids and a lot of it was coming up where they, they were laughing because first of all, they, they, they first, they thought the game was going to be like Bible They thought it was going to be like a really lame attempt. Like lame. have fun with like, Oh look, it's the Bible. Like you could buy Damascus road for a hundred uh, denarii or whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, Bro, how come I always get the doubting Thomas token? This is so lame. <laughs> so lame. But Why do we always invite Patrick to game night? <laughs> <laughs> But they, they could they could get behind jokes like the attractive seminarian or like uh oh my gosh, I can't think of any off the top of my head. The various funny cards that exist. Um uh, but they would also they would also Scott be like Hahn. Yeah, my Scott. favorite card. It just says Scott Hahn. That's my just favorite. Just throw card. it down. Um <laughs> And but then when they when someone put down a card that was like untangling my scapular or something, they're like, What's that? And then I explain what a scapular is and they're like, wow, that's really cool. And then we move on or Marian consecration. And then you can explain stuff like that. It it was a really cool way of like, it wasn't a game that was for the purpose of educating them, but it ended up doing so anyway, which is kind of what that's really good evangelization is like, let's just sit down and have fun. That's all we're trying to do. But if a conversation comes up, then we're going to have that conversation. Right. So that's where to, kind of take this and also go back to your question, Ethan, is where I was coming at it from is I, there's no, there's nothing being made for our generation of Catholics. That is not like um, podcasts or blogs or something like, and honestly, Catching Foxes and your guys' podcast was really inspirational for me because it's, well, it's, yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm just what a moment. But it's, uh, but you guys are, are doing something specifically for our generation that's not necessarily, I'm going to teach you something about this part of our faith. Discussion you, over instruction, as we always say, on this, on this <laughs> podcast. Totally crib from Catching Foxes, like everything else that we do. <laughs> but it's, but you're, you are already expecting that 
the audience that you're talking to understands what you're saying, that you're not always stopping to explain. And here's why we go to confession. And here is, you know, just all these different foundational points that you would learn in your catechism class as a kid. So I wanted to make something for us that was solid uh, in terms of the content, but then also in its faith as well. So it's, it's not necessarily a evangelization for someone who doesn't know the faith at all. It's for people who have the faith and can get together and uh, just be super Catholic together. And then something that recently happened that kind of turned a light on for me as well was uh, a couple of priests have purchased the game, which has been super nice. cool to see. Yeah, uh, exciting. And he reached out, one, this one priest, I, I can't actually remember his name, but he reached out and uh, asked a question and I answered it. And he said, uh, thanks so much. Now get back to work to print more games so I can go save more souls with this. <laughs> and I just thought, holy smokes. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> like a priest is using this. And I mean, granted, like he, that's even maybe exaggerating a bit, but like the fact that like holy people are playing this game and using it to just make our faith something that's digestible and something that's approachable and despite the attractive seminarian <laughs> the evil mature cards that we have we played uh, the entire box at an adore function and it was like it started out with like me and a couple of my my closer friends and my roommates and stuff and we were just playing like four of us and then pretty much everybody in the backyard was gathered around this tiny table people had to play in teams because we were running out of cards we actually played all of the white cards and i was like this was such awesome. a good night it was so awesome, but yeah, it, it like slowly brought people, and it was because it was relatable to them. It was on their level, and it wasn't it wasn't something that it wasn't trying to be something that it's not. And the Bibleopoly thing that my friend brought up was funny because I had never even considered that as similar. I wouldn't I wouldn't even have put them in the same category because yeah. Yeah, one is you. trying to one is trying to Catholicize something, but even though your game is similar to other games that exist. It's not trying to make the Catholic version of it. It's just trying to, like, bring Catholicism to... Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right. And I, well, let me, let me, let me take this, Patrick, because I know exactly what you're trying to say. And I, I'm That's thinking perfect. about this too. It's, it's, um, it's just pass the baton here. I, I love what you said, Matt, about how like we're not trying to, uh, I can't remember exactly what you said. Thanks for uh, Yeah. Sorry. Well, I was listening. I was like, <laughs> I was, you're, you're, the, 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 you're talking about evangelization, right? And like the, the idea is not that we, um, the, there's a difference between catechesis and evangelization, basically. Like you can't, the the if you made the game for catechesis, it'd be boring, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's why people are bored when they play Bibleopoly because it's like a game designed yeah. for catechesis, right? 
those are not the same things. It's important to know things and like catechesis should be done from a young age so that, you know, we can be adults in the faith and then properly be evangelized with the actual good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Like that's very important. Um, and so then you have kind of what you're talking about where you already, I was thinking about this the other day as I was laying in bed, how we already assume that people are like kind of on this level. That's how you start to change things. Because if we're constantly in crisis mode as a church, if we're constantly like, nobody knows anything we have to teach them, then nobody takes ownership of the faith, right? right. Like the thing that sparked me, or I mean, it's a series of things that sparked me and kind of my faith was seeing people um, just live the faith and talk to me as if it was like an assumed reality rather than something that had to be explained. Yeah. And so yeah. if if you take that approach with everything, we take that approach with the podcast, right? It does great things. You take that approach with board games, it does amazing things. What else can we do it with? YouTube, music, other forms of media. I don't know what it means, but we need to start doing it. And so I love that you're you're already there and you're already taking those steps. Like I think you hit the nail right on the head. Well, it's also, it's bringing us out of the, you know, the woodwork, I guess, of like where I feel like Catholic millennials who know their stuff are kind of this silent majority that no one's creating anything for. Like books are being made for older generations and um, who are honestly not fans of my product. Someone had reached out to talk about distribution of a comic book that I've made and the the card game. And they're like, yeah, I just don't see this working out with our audience. It's like, yeah, cause it's not made for you. Um, yeah. And it's, it's made, it's made for us. So if you want to, if you want to expand your audience, like we're here, we exist. And I'm not like, I'm not saying at all that um, like we've now created this new market. It's like, no, I'm part of this market. And I want to satisfy a need that oh, yeah. podcast is doing of let's talk about the faith. Let's talk about more real things and just basic catechesis. Let's talk about how we're living our faith and how we struggle and um, lots of things. And so like we've described the game as a basic, just a giant inside joke for Catholics. So I was just thinking uh, like a card is sweaty hands during the sign of peace. Right. And so if you're, if you're not going to mass all the time, like you wouldn't necessarily have that happen to you, but you, you know exactly, or uh, holding hands with your crush during the Lord's prayer. Like if you're not at you <laughs> mass and, and purposely sitting next to the crush, your crush there. So you can hold their hands, Lisa uh, <laughs> <laughs> called out. <laughs> so that the, I mean, so you, you get these jokes that these cards are made about. Um, and if you're not, if you're not, deep into the faith, then honestly, they won't make any sense to you. Yeah. And I, I've said it multiple times. is like this podcast exists and continues to exist because nothing else exists like it. And I, I make it because nobody else makes it. So, yeah. yep. and I, I make it cause I would want to listen to it. I don't get the pleasure of listening to it, but I get the pleasure of making it. <laughs> Ethan, you, you know? could get the pleasure of listening to our podcast. If you listened to our podcast, never bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> Here's the thing is like you guys made that game because it's a game you would want to play, you know, and so we as creators, gosh, I hate that word. People Makers. who create things, creatives. Hey, um, we have a creator. We do. The Well, he's different. So we as people who make things, um, we need to stop like making things that we think other people should know about or should want and just start making stuff that we want. And then Probably. all of a sudden you get this boom of just – 
I don't know. I don't know what it looks like, but it's a boom. As as the philosopher Bigwald once said, All see right. a need, fill a need. Who said that? It's from the movie Robots. <laughs> that's that's a philosophy I live my life by. Do you know my favorite character in the movie Robots? Is it Fender? Is no. There's there's a tiers. So the top tier is Fender <laughs> and Rodney Copperbottom. Second tier is Aunt Fanny, who, <laughs> as you can imagine, is the robot that is ninety percent butt. <laughs> the booty. She constantly, she's constantly banging into pots and pans in her kitchen. Um, I also love how the kids in that movie get assembled. Like, <laughs> it's such a built. funny scene. I just <laughs> that movie is like bad, but it's also good. <laughs> I, let me let me give you guys props for the references you guys make. Oh, thank in you. The podcast because. Oh, there's an episode. Oh, uh, I can't remember when it was. I don't know where it was. And don't worry, we don't either. <laughs> but you guys brought up iCarly. Oh and yes, I oh, just yes. I was I was crying laughing. No yeah. one, no one talks about that show enough. Like when you guys brought so, it up, I think I, I watched it again, and I think show. that's where I, I think I think Dan Schneider is to blame for most of our, not ours individually, but like culturally, a lot of our humor because. Yeah, it's the there was an opening of I, an iCarly episode that I watched because I was like binge watching it after that episode, and uh, they're sitting there like, sit back. They're they're all the characters like looking at the screen deadpan, and they're like, enjoy some soup, and they all pick up some <laughs> soup and take a bite, and I'm like, this is so funny. This is where I got all of those jokes from. I'm like, ah oh, yes, soup. Um, you see, so, well, my son had a. I can't even remember what it was, but it reminded me of the Clackers from Drake and Josh. Uh-huh. And I was like, Lisa, it's like the Clackers. And I started just whipping around. Uh, and, and it just hurt. So <laughs> it, it just yeah, hurts my hand. So uh, just a quick side note props to you guys for your uh, Nickelodeon references because if they go over everybody else's head, they don't go over mine. They go they, over everybody I mean, else's head. Those were those were more formative than probably we'd like to admit. Just like Drake yeah. and Josh. <laughs> now that I've moved in here, my roommate um, has Hulu, and there's like twenty ish episodes of Drake and Josh on Hulu. So whenever we get done with like our long days of going out on campus, we recharge with Drake and Josh. And it's been <laughs> amazing. It's been so good. Well, in college, I basically communicated with one of my buddies uh, entirely through SpongeBob quotes. Wow. That's easy. That's easy to do. There's so many quotes. I mean, yeah. SpongeBob is pretty much at this point said everything. Like That's every every true. combination of words you can think of, there's so many SpongeBob. If you put there. a bunch of monkeys on typewriters and you let them type out for eternity, they'll type the entire SpongeBob. <laughs> what is it called? Text. The sp- entire SpongeBob Correct. ethos. Yeah, there we go. So, my question is, how are you going to uh integrate deep theology into mm. your card game that's what the teens want now. that's what the teens want is deep mm. deep theology okay so let i guess let's talk about why you're on our show specifically because we've announced it a little bit in the past but i don't think i've done it justice so matt we talked on the phone like yeah. a month ago because thanks you... for the phone call matt <laughs> yeah thanks to you too ethan it was good talking i did her. one of those things where i just messaged someone on facebook and it just we just got connected it just works like that the internet's crazy um so we we actually never talked about how you guys ended up publishing this game so far and wide how did you do that it's all matt give us some logistical tips not 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 how did you do it i'm just just talking about kickstarter like talk about your kickstarter a little bit 
Oh, sure. Yeah. So um, it is. Uh, oh, I also have a little bone to pick with you. Uh, oh, no. Pat, you. Yes. Uh, it, <laughs> uh, so buckle up here. I got a bone you, to pick. In episode We're in the Game, uh, you mentioned that the, the cards are inexpensive to print. I would like to. Are they not? <laughs> oh, no. no. No, they're not. Uh, so well, we have over. They're three by five index cards. Rosef, there is over 480 of them. Oh my gosh, that's They are also not 3 by 5 index cards. They are poker-sized cards. Oh, okay. Um, So when you're printing 480 of them in a single box... (laughs) I guess that's a good point. That's a lot. It it adds up. Uh, (laughs) You know, if anybody else would like to come on the show and point out the times that Patrick has been grossly wrong about something... (laughs) That'd be great. It's at least twice per episode. Anyways, we need to start annotating. We need to start <laughs> annotating our podcast. Like, put yeah. a little like what? What's the auditory equivalent of a footnote? Where it's just like a little like blip one C an footnote, ear note, and then you skip to the bottom, and it goes the Patrick the is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so Kickstarter. Yes. We we brought it to Kickstarter because um, I I found a company who would uh, can print it for us, and I have a buddy who is better at. Um, Adobe Creative Suite than me. So I was like, I'll pay you to do this if we get funded. So I added up all the costs. That's why I went to business school uh, and found <laughs> that I was going to need $22,000. This is for the first round. Holy um, and I asked Lisa if we happen to have $22,000 around. <laughs> the answer is usually no to that question. I've asked it many times. <laughs> You've asked Lisa if we have twenty two thousand dollars. Yeah, I text her all the time, be like, Hey Lisa, you got twenty two thousand dollars I can borrow, I need to finish college. <laughs> are you are you now hitting on my wife? I would never hit on anyone's wife. I I'll have <laughs> anyways, so we, we brought it to Kickstarter. I had some experience with Kickstarter in the past, so uh just kind of threw it out there of like we need this money. Uh if we don't fund it, eh, maybe it was a bad idea. But it was amazing the first night. Because people, we hadn't even sent it to our friends or family yet. And people started. Yeah, I posted it before we went to bed because I was like, well, it's available in the morning. I woke up and two people had backed us. I hadn't even shared it on Facebook. People Overnight found success. It. People found it on yes, Kickstarter. Two I was like, oh my gosh. So It was crazy though. Shout out those two people. I mean, you guys there are 10,000 away from your next goal right now. Yeah, yeah we're God. under 12. We're super close. Mm. Uh, and after this, I mean, whew, Oh, after this, you're going to get at least three. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, let me remind you of the demographics of our podcast. College students. You guys are all college students and missionaries. Uh, Anyways, this has been good talking with you guys. Hi. (laughs) I thought you guys – never mind. Um, So So drive to Kickstarter because we needed needed the funds. So it was more of uh, give me the money first and then I'll print later, Uh, which we were good to our word. We did. We did print it. and so then we, uh, from mistakes I had learned in the past, uh, I was decided to print only the amount of games that we had printed in the past, just with maybe a hundred extra to not try and launch a full store and try and sell all these. Um, so then it got shipped out and people were playing it and sharing about it, which was super cool. And so people were reaching out asking, how can I get this game? I want to get this game. And so we thought, well, we should probably we should probably throw up another Kickstarter to get more uh, to get more games printed. We should make it bigger than ever. So we 
we had the Catching Foxes expansion pack and we had also the Tomics expansion pack. It didn't get made. We didn't raise enough money. So he was on board. Uh, and then somebody suggested you should reach out to you as in me should reach out to, to Matt Frad, who is extremely difficult to get a hold of. Okay. Yeah. He, you are not, this month. You are, yeah, especially <laughs> you're not allowed to message him on Twitter. He yep. does not put his email anywhere. You have to, which so if you want to talk to Matt Fred, you got to support him on Patreon. I did find a loophole. Um, and then all of a sudden I was uh, just chatting with Matt Fred, which was nerve wracking. Um, Wait, can you just share the loophole? <laughs> I, well, uh, maybe not on air. Maybe. <gasps> uh, but Ethan, so we have his email address. Do you want? Okay. All right. I want to hear his loophole. Well, we actually had a class with him. Yeah, actually, he he was at he was at GP Catholic with us. Yeah, for a while. I, we didn't even know that. I took a test next to him, and he got hundred percent. Go to college with Matt Brad. <laughs> well, there it is. Got hundred percent. That's fine. Um, yeah, he's a smart guy. Um, so he was like, "Yeah, I'm happy to 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 do this with you guys." So we made it. We're making a Pints of the Aquinas expansion pack, um, and then we thought. Let's shoot for the stars here. Let's reach out to, to Father Mike Schmitz since like, <clears> uh, <throat> in the crunch. <laughs> no, no, we came after. We know where we are. We know where we are. We're uh, like we're like after you shoot for the stars. You're like, you know what? Let's get Pluto. Let's just get the little dwarf planet in the back. Let's just make sure we cover all of cover all of our bases. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so because I mean, if, uh, so many people were like, you have to put Father Mike Schmitz in the deck. So, so we did. So we asked him and he was like, happy to help you guys out, which was crazy. We don't know Father Mike Schmitz, uh, even though we only live a couple hours away from him. I've been is- to a conference. I've met him before, but I didn't know he was a big deal. <laughs> big deal. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then you reached out and you were like, hey, we're going to talk about you on the, the podcast coming up, even though we've we've never met. And let <laughs> us know how... We can we can help in any way, and I was like, "Cool, I'm a listener. Let's talk." I did uh, not know that. I did not know you listened to the crunch, which is perfect because you probably would have messaged me anyway after the episode came out. <laughs> hey, by the right, way, Patrick, you were wrong about the cards. Um, <laughs> hey, Pat, I'm a listener. You were wrong. Um, and so then I was just kind of talking about ideas how we could get you guys involved, and then we're like, "Why don't we just make some cards together?" So uh, we are also making a crunch expansion pack yo people. maybe yo. right yeah that's our, maybe. Maybe. That's our second know. stretch goal no such thing is maybe this is there's no this is happening <laughs> there's no uh there's no try there's only there's... do <laughs> as that you remember in that movie <laughs> what movie chicken little what was it, yeah, it was chicken, chicken little, little. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh also Hi. we convinced my my fellow missionaries and i convinced almost all of our youth in, in our youth ministry that we had no idea what Star Wars was. They that's, that's they were amazing. they were like they were like, oh like from Star Wars and I was like, start what? And they were like all, Star Wars. Hey, I'll one up you. I convinced my cousin there are only four types of bread. <laughs> <laughs> I convinced my little brother Nick that he was adopted. Oh, um, oh wow. And by by informing him that he doesn't look like Sean, my other brother, myself, or my dad, and he went he like had a little tear in his eye and he was like, I look like mom though, and I looked away and then looked right at him and went, She's adopted too and then, plus, <laughs> then he started bawling. It's horrible. Shout out Nick. You gullible Shout out Nick, little jerk. Your brother who totally listens to the podcast every my week. My brother my brother who might listen to the podcast and my mom is playing it in the car while he's 
while he's in it. He would never listen to it willingly. <coughs> but yeah, so so how does Kickstarter work? Like, just just give us the quick lowdown. Like what? How, like tax wise? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so you you guys have a goal to make, right? And it's all or nothing. You're not. Yep. You're not going to be able to do this if you don't even meet the bare minimum goal, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So you, it's, it's basically a pre-order. So you say like, I'm, I, it's called a pledge. I'm pledging you my hard-earned money that if you reach this goal, um, I will be charged and you will send me a game. So you're not charged until we actually are, are funded. Um, so we have, so we have a goal of $45,000, which I'm not even sure how to comprehend that, uh, amount of money, but it's what we need to, to print, um, because we're, we're gonna have to be printing at least a thousand games <laughs> right after you graduate college. You're like, you know what sounds fun? Trying to find another forty five thousand dollars. <laughs> right. um, and so, printing base games, printing the expansion packs, um, yes. paying you know the collaborators with us that help, are helping us make these cards, make it worthwhile for all of you guys. And the people helping Wait, us we get paid. Marketing. Yeah, Ethan, I told you that. No, you didn't. No yeah, way. I did what shoot this is awesome <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i was also taken aback but apparently when you help people make money they pay you this is the best they should people should do that for a living then we people do that for a living other podcasters do that for a living no i'm saying people should help other people for money for a living <laughs> <laughs> we could call it a job we could call it we could call it being a missionary <laughs> oh, yikes. anyway so continue. yeah go on <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we go forty five thousand. If we hit forty five thousand, the game will be made. Uh, if we hit fifty thousand, Father Mike Schmidt's expansion pack is included. And if we hit uh, fifty three thousand, because uh, there is there's a little trick that we can not we don't have to make, raise as much money. Um, and cards are expensive. They are. Thank you. Um, that we can get the the crunch pack uh, created. So so you're telling us. That all we need to do <laughs> is raise twenty thousand dollars in fourteen days. Mm-hmm. I think that's. I yeah. think we can do that. I think that's something that we can do. Mm. How could? How would? How, so say 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 there was a listener, possibly the listener that is listening to this right now. You know who, who you said, are. You know who Sitting you are. Sitting in your chair, Sitting scratching your... yourself. I see what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Looking out the window, thinking, "I don't want this game. I don't want this game. You do want this game. You know why? Because." You could spend $20 at Olive Garden or and send your $20 to a faceless organization who's just pumping you full of carbs, unlimited carbs and iceberg lettuce covered in dressing. Or you could send your $20, your hard-earned $20, $20 to two people who, first of all, love each other very much and also love you, dear listener. You could give your $20 to them and they could send you in return something that is not only unlimited fun, but also will not increase your caloric intake for the day. Unless you eat the cards, which is not recommended, it says so on the box. You could be a proud owner of the Catholic card game, and you, like me, could engage in hours of good, clean, sometimes fun about... (laughs) (laughs) Good, clean, attractive seminary and fun. There have been some rough combinations, guys. It's been tough. (laughs) Okay, so let me just throw a little disclaimer out there. Not the game's fault. (laughs) Not our fault. Not our fault. All of the cards are perfectly uh within tr- tradition of of the game we <laughs> we played one uh was which was i ran out of money on pilgrimage because of blank uh 
and someone put down because of wanting more descendants than stars in the sky. (laughs) 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 Which, okay, so comes from a Catching Foxes episode, The Prompt, and wanted more descendants stars in the sky. That's kind of, you know, Abraham. Yeah, Uh, that's not dirty. But you could make it that way. So uh, Catholicism is fun, people. Uh, uh, quick, another quick story about Pat. Um, please, please. Uh, I was saying like, hey, uh, yeah, here's I was talking about the game, and he said the most college student missionary thing I've ever heard, which was, uh, great. My mom will send you the money, <laughs> or like my mom, yeah. my mom will pay oh, for it or something down. like that. Hey, no, 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 it was because it was because she student. wanted to buy one. She was like, oh. I was like, I was like, my mom's totally down already. Like she, I told her about the game because we were like talking about the episode that we just recorded and she was like, I want that. And I was like, the support them on Kickstarter then. And she was like, all right, cool. So at least one of our listeners is going to support you. I'm not, I am not ashamed of my mom. I'm not ashamed. (laughs) My mom, my mom is, is the crunch's number, number one fan. Move over, move over Janice Stevie. Hold on. Your mom and my mom need to fight. No, 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 no. They need to get together and be friends. Do you (laughs) know how? Hey, we were talking about enculturating the gospel. Yeah. Let me tell you this, right? Floyd Mayweather made the most money out of any athlete last year. Oh, my gosh. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Conor McGregor was up in the list, too, and they had one fight. Right? This is what the people want to watch. We put (laughs) Della and Janice in a ring. (laughs) An octagon. We could make... We could make several dollars. <laughs> someone, someone would pay us to yeah. make sure that didn't happen. <laughs> it would be us. It would be us and our dad. <laughs> that's it. Go, good, right. good work, honey. Uh, so you yeah, so that, that that's one of the things that I want to impress the most is that the Crunch expansion pack could happen, guys. It could be a real thing, but but for the low low price of fifty three thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> One thousand payments of yeah, right. Just quick, easy payment. One thousand payments of thirty dollars. Um, you're good. You can do it. Hey, that's how much student loans cost. So, and you only, you the listener, only have to pay one. one. You just have to have a thousand friends. And get, get your friend, get your friend, get your friend to support too. I mean, if you've got, got you and your roommate supporting, um, get your dog. Your dog's not spending any money. Get him to chip in a couple bucks. And this uh, is this is this is severe college uh, strategy here. But yeah. like like Matt said, my mom paid for a game. You know what that means is that if I didn't also get a game, even if if I if I didn't know Matt at all. And like we weren't we weren't such good pals, and he didn't send me a game. I would have been able to play the, play the game still for free. So, college students of of America of of Christendom, unite and make your student centers pay for the game. <laughs> Seriously, they'll totally exactly. do it. If you brought That's that to your like focus missionary team director, they'd be like, they'd think about it for a second, and they definitely do it because I mean it's such a good that. idea. They totally oh, yeah. they could buy like three copies. There's an so, option for that. Oh, hands down, yeah, it's such a good idea. So. Link to the Kickstarter is the first thing in the episode notes this week. Just stop listening to the podcast right now, even if you're driving. Just go, because it'll be so much easier for you to click the button and enter your credit card information if you're also paying attention to the road. You could totally do it. Yep. Just, just pull over and, uh, yeah, just uh, just kickstart this game, folks, because I really want to make Our Lady of Flimbo Flambo art. <laughs> it's got to exist. <laughs> It's wow. a card that I'm so the most excited for. 
Um, this is probably the best advertisement for the game that you guys could ever get. Oh, uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Is there, is there anything else that you'd like to say before we before we wrap up this show and uh, Ethan can go to bed? <laughs> uh, yeah, click the link to get the game. Head over to Kickstarter. You can search for it, uh, Catholic Card Game. We're on Facebook. Um, and Instagram, but we're just, miserable we, at it. We just recorded a live video. Awkwardly. Uh, it was... Sorry about that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're we're on social media. I try and be super responsive to messages, uh, unless they're mean. And no, we still respond. To we still respond. Uh, charitably. Charitably, of course. We we, we do hit backspace. <laughs> we, we start over a lot. Um, yeah, if, if you want a fun... People say it's fun game. Uh, we hope you can get it because we're super excited to make it. We we've loved making it. Um, we're also so grateful for the people who are purchasing it and for you guys for having us on and for catching bottles for having us on and just which one was better? <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to compare. I was so awkward. It's like apples. Line, so this one's more apples. fun for me. Oh, that's good, Lisa. I'll take that. I'll, I'll take, take that it. Bang. This is fun. We're we're laughing. We're I don't listen to podcasts very frequently, so I was so nervous. Oh, really? It's just, really it's really easy. Like people just people just listen because they don't have anything better to do. Like it's I not listen true. to birth stories podcast. Have you ever have you ever done those are so weird? Have you ever done housework or dishes? Because that's when I that's when I listen no, to podcasts. No, I've never done that. <laughs> good good job, Matt. Good job. <laughs> You're a really good husband. I appreciate Very that. Very progressive household over here. Very progressive household over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you're not an ugly wife. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And on that note. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys so much. That's that's what I wanted to say. And this was, this was a pleasure. Today, thank you so much for having us. It's so really much fun. appreciate it. And for you um, just being so pumped about the game. It was totally Bat's vision, and I just pitch cards to him every so often. So it's really fun to see something he really developed. Hey, that's how VeggieTales was created, man. Just husband and wife. Um, you know, that's how the crunch was created. Just husband and wife. <laughs> just husband and wife. Just uh, talking. Just a little, little, little bit, a little bit of nighttime. Well, I love chat. each other very much. A podcast comes to be born. <laughs> That's mommy, how is the lover, the beloved? Well, <laughs> no, let me do this. The lover, the beloved, and the podcast that's shared between them. <laughs> Out of love comes uh, life. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the only begotten podcast. All right, we need to stop. <laughs> Good night, everybody. All right, it's done. Uh, thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you, and we will see you in, in the, the game. Future. In the game. Yeah, that's funny. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.